0: Welcome to the Tub Talk Sports Podcast. I am your host, Donovan Place, and I'm joined here by the legendary co-host duo of uh, Colin and Ben. Boys, it's season
1: two. Football's coming up. You guys excited? Football is in the air. I'm so excited. Cannot wait.
0: Absolutely thrilled. i've been I've been so dire for NFL football. I've been watching preseason football. So now I feel like I'm just the smartest man on the face of the planet when it comes to picking football.
1: You know every team's backups backup you are you are locked in ready to go. We had a great weekend of college football, so it only sets the, oh, sets yeah. the stage for for even better with college and NFL next weekend. So, I can't remember cuz I've always been on the train where it's like the college football has Labor Day weekend all to themselves. They could do a much better job. And I've always thought it's been a letdown, but this weekend was fantastic games, fantastic matchups all the way through up to last night. And I think they did a really good job taking advantage this weekend.
2: Agreed. Yeah, and I really like, I don't know about you guys. I I'm sure you agree. I really like the three-week NFL preseason. Um yep. I know it's maybe less football, but I think um, like the injuries that we've seen with like J.K. Dobbins and I know Cam Akers was like before preseason even started, but just an example of the injuries that we've seen, um, I would be mad if they put it down to maybe two preseason games.
1: Yeah, I think I think we all learned this preseason that outside of maybe one series and maybe not even that, it's there's really no reason for starters to be playing in the preseason any longer, especially yeah. how physical the game is.
0: Yeah, I, I think three is a good, good number. I think three is more than enough to determine, you know, those last couple bench spots who, who you want them to be on your 53-man roster. Um, I've been watching a lot of hard knocks. Hard knocks has been pretty good this year. Um, it is Dallas, and Dallas went 0-4 in the preseason because it was Dallas and Pittsburgh were the only two teams that played four preseason games. But, yeah, it was uh, really interesting.
1: So ready far. for we're ready for real games now though so. exactly Orders, All right now we got we got real football
0: all right so let's just hop right into our uh predictions okay so this is where uh uh we'll come back to these at the end of the season who see who was right who was wrong last time we did this with the NBA I did pretty good guessing playoffs and awards but come playoffs I uh we don't have
2: to talk about guessing that. your teams you were you were solid but like the order in which that they were picked and then once we actually got to the postseason, you picked – Playoffs your,
1: was very you know, below average. Yeah. It was well, not,
2: I, not
0: great. I went back, and out of the 16 playoff teams, I think I got 15 of them right. That's That doesn't That's suck. Solid.
1: No, not at all.
0: It doesn't suck. So, I mean, uh, I'm hoping to do the same here with football. Continue, continue my dominance. All,
1: all right, right. Which, uh, which division up first, Donovan?
0: All right, let's start off with the uh, AFC East. Uh, a oh, lot one. of interesting teams. Uh, Buffalo coming off a really good year. My Buffalo Bills, but uh, Miami was kind of a uh, kind of frisky towards the end of last year, and New England kind of had a lot of turnover. Drafted quarterback, got a couple. They were very active in free agency, I'd say. So, where do you guys let's 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 talk about these teams? Where uh, how do you think Buffalo is going to do?
1: I think Buffalo is. Well, first of all, if Buffalo doesn't win this division, I believe it's a letdown for them. I think they're, uh, they're far and away the most talented roster in this division from top to bottom. And they even did a great job this offseason filling holes. I love the A.J. Epinesa draft pick. They needed pass rushing help. So overall, I don't have a lot to say about the Bills just because I think it's their division to lose. They're going to be probably fighting for that number one seed and the only buy. I think the real discussion is who is after that. Obviously, I think Jets coming forward. That roster still has ton of tons of holes to fill. They're moving in the right direction, but they still have holes. So my real debate is between Dolphins and Patriots. Two teams, I think I think there's a chance at the end of the year that this that the Dolphins and Patriots are within like one to two wins of each other. I'm gonna pick the Dolphins at second, and the Dolphins I have as one of my card teams, but I wouldn't sleep on the Patriots this year. I like Mac Jones and I like the weapons the Patriots got in the offseason. I think for a young rookie QB having two tight ends in Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, and then be able to check it down to like James White out of the backfield, those will be perfect for Mac Jones because he won't have to do a whole lot. They don't have to ask him to throw the ball down the field every game, so that's huge for them. What I don't like about the Patriots is I don't like that that on Gilmore is going to be be out for six weeks on the physically unable to perform. That hurts a ton because it hurts their defense, and I really like the Dolphins' defense. I think the Dolphins' defense plays well. Tua at least takes somewhat of a step forward and Brian Flores is a really good coach. So I think they get maybe 10 or 11 wins and they're my second place team. The dolphins are, and we'll, we'll get to it later. The dolphins are, are one of my three wildcard teams.
2: Three wildcard teams this year.
1: Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dolphin dolphins are one of my three wildcard teams.
2: Yeah. I like Miami a lot this year too. Um, I love Brian Flores. This is a team that led the league in interceptions last year. Um, and we we had the Xavier and Howard trade request, but that was short-lived. I mean, I think they worked things out. Um, That defense is still going to be really good, and on the offensive side of the ball, you got Miles Gaskin, RB1. I think he's solid, not great, but he's solid. Um, They're pretty – they're a lot better at receiver now. It was a weakness for them coming into last year. Now you look, they have Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, uh, rookie Jalen Waddell, um, and Mike Kosicki at tight end. We have a lot of Tua haters out there. I think is going to be solid. I think he's going to have a solid year. I think he has good support around him. And I do have the Dolphins making it as well. Um, I have them finishing one game better than New England. Uh, and then I have Buffalo winning the division, being one game better than Miami. I have Buffalo at 11-6. and six. That's not a knock on them. I actually think their defense may have gotten a little better. I just think they have a tough schedule. And, I mean, it's not easy to repeat. 13 and three or whatever they went last year. Um, you know, they have games like at Miami, at Kansas city, at Tennessee, um, even at Tampa, new Orleans, a lot of games that um, they're not going to win all of them, but I do like Buffalo's defense. They're going to be improved. And I think Josh Allen is a very serious MVP candidate.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. For me, uh, Buffalo does have a t- much tougher schedule this year, but like you guys mentioned, I really like what they did over the offseason. Um, I think the run game, if if Zach Moss is healthy, I think they're going to try and get the run game going a little more. But we all know this is going to be a very pass-heavy offense. Diggs, Beasley. We um, saw that um, in
1: the preseason game versus the Packers when I believe, yeah. I believe it was either one carry or no carries for an entire quarter.
2: Yeah, they threw every play on the first drive.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, yeah. it was, it, it was insane. Um, It's, it's going to be an air raid. I can't wait to watch this. A guy to watch out for Buffalo. I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to eventually be, I think towards the end of the season, our stud wide receiver, number two, Gabriel Davis. He was a monster towards the end of last year. Not a lot of people know from, him. I think he went to UCF. So yes. we're a big, we're a big UCF podcast here. And I, I love Gabriel Davis. I think he's going to be a stud wide receiver. And then, Ben, and I have to correct you. Their first round pick this year wasn't A.J. Epinesa. It was Gregory Rosu out of uh, Miami. And he's the he's the tall 6'8 defensive end. So and where, uh,
1: where did A.J. Epinesa go?
2: He was the year no,
0: prior. He, yeah, he was the year
1: prior. Oh, yeah, whatever. Same thing.
2: <laughs> but I do think Epinesa is <laughs> going to take a big second step Oops. this year. Yeah, I think I he's do. Gonna be- the defense,
0: I think. Uh, I think our biggest problem last year for Buffalo's defense was that we struggled to get pass rush. Um, we lost, we lost someone in Miami. I forget who it was. Um, it was on the D line, um, prior to last year, and ever since then we had we kind of struggled figuring out our whole defensive line situation. But we're getting young. I uh, got some good linebackers. I think Trey White will have a better year than he did last year. So I have Buffalo winning division. I have them at fourteen and three, um, and then I have Miami finishing in second. Uh, Colin mentioned stuff about Tua haters. I am a Tua hater. In fact, I'm I'm just an Alabama QB hater. I think it's just the fact that, you know, for Tua and Mac Jones, since they're in the same division, they played with Tua in particular played with five first round wide right receivers. Mac Jones played with four. It they're not getting those good receivers even in their NFL teams. I just I know Tua now has Waddle, but I'm not a fan of Devonte Parker. Uh, I'm not big on Giacchi or Gaskin. I
1: like Will um, Fuller when he's on the field.
0: Will Fuller, I I agree. I think he will be a monster. I think Tua does take a step up last year because I think it's safe to say that he was kind of underwhelming last year, especially someone who was supposed to be the number one pick before burrow went off in college um mac jones i i just need to see him more i didn't see any patriots preseason games i don't really know what to expect i have dolphins finishing at 10 and 7 patriots finishing at 9 and 8 i have the jets way down at the bottom um
1: i think that's I'm a not, good spot for both the patriots and dolphins like within a couple of wins of each other but not probably not in the like yeah. 11 12 win range i'm still however
0: sorry However, I have both those teams not making the
2: playoffs.
1: I think that's I had fair. Miami making it
2: as – I had them down as a six seed. I messed with this a little afterwards, so I don't have the exact records. I had them in either 10 or 11 wins. Um, yeah, my only problem with Buffalo is just that run game. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's for me what's – I mean, they, they could use some better pass rush. It might be improved this year. But that run game, if they had a better run game, I think they could – Seriously, win the AFC, um. But with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss back there, it's still very much in question. Will Zach Moss, uh, take over the number one spot this year? I don't know. We know that he's good in the red zone. He's a good goal line back, but I mean, it remains to be seen. And is Dawson Knox a legit starting tight end? I don't know. I
0: mean, we'll we'll all see. Um, I I I just I think this offense and the air raid. People were uh questioning it at the beginning of last year because we were throwing a lot to begin the year, but it never really did get stopped until maybe the AFC Championship game, but you can just attest that to uh, the Bills getting down early. Um, I think they their offensive line was banked up a little. I don't know. I don't fully remember, but let's move on to the next division. And oh, the real quick. A- oh, real
2: quick. uh we didn't mention the Jets once. Quick Jets shout out. I don't think they're going to be good. I think they'll be pretty awful. Maybe like yep. three, four win team, but they're going to be a lot more exciting than they were last year. Probably, a, probably a, definitely a better football team. It definitely done the stretch. They have Zach Wilson out quarterback instead of Sam Darnold. They have um, they drafted Michael Carter out of North Carolina. They drafted Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss, and they also added Corey Davis to that offense. So I think the offense will be. I, there, there's definitely a reason to tune into a Jets game this year. But I, I still...
1: like, I was just gonna say, I like Robert Sala too. You're not gonna see the results with him right yeah. away, but he'll. Yeah. He, I don't. I think it's fair to say that he'll make a culture change there, a culture that was definitely not there with Adam Gates at the helm. It's just gonna take a couple of years because that roster is so depleted. But uh, yeah, Col- Colin's right. There's gonna be games to tune in because there's. You can see it with Zach Wilson. He's uber talented. And there's going to be some games where if he puts it together and they just play, it kind of meshes and you'll, you'll be able to see it. Like you see it every year with every rookie when they have a couple of games where they just go off and Zach Wilson's talented enough to have multiple of those. So.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. Let's move right on to the AFC North. Very interesting division. Uh, We have three playoff teams from this division last year. um, The Steelers won the division and then the Browns and Ravens finished as wild cards. Browns beat the Steelers in the first round. Who did the Ravens beat? They beat the Titans. Titans. Yes. Omar yeah. Great. Yep. Yep. I remember. So, all right. Let's let's hear it. what are your guys' picks.
1: You want to go first with this one, Colin?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I last year we had Pittsburgh winning at twelve and four, Baltimore and Cleveland at eleven and five. This year, I think we can all agree Pittsburgh is not um, quite the same team they were last year, and they were cold down the stretch. I think Cleveland is going to win this division. I have them with the same record as Baltimore. It just so happens that they are the one seed – or, I'm sorry, the two seed for me in my playoff predictor. I have them both at 12-5. and I like Cleveland a lot – Again, kind of like Buffalo, their defense is not the greatest. I like their secondary this year. Um, They have some underrated pieces back there, including Denzel Denzel Ward. Uh, At running back, they're set with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, probably the best duo in the league. They have Odell back. It remains to be seen how well he's going to play. But we did see some flashes before his injury last year. You pair that with uh, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. That offense is going to be electric, Austin Hooper, and probably the best offensive line in football. So that offense is going to be very tough to stop. And they did have – I can't remember. It was the, the game where Lamar Jackson left to take a shit. Who won that game?
0: Uh, Raven. Raven won that game.
2: That was a great game. That was a, that was a um, great thrilling.
1: game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but Cleveland finally got their playoff moment. They – Um, beat their rival Steelers on the road. They started off like 28-0 in the first quarter. And they did put up a fight with the Chiefs, despite Mahomes leaving for part of the game. Um, But that's still, I think, very big for them in that franchise. Um, Love their coaching staff. And I think Baltimore is still going to be really good as well. I mean, as long as you have Lamar Jackson at the helm, I think Gus Edwards will be a very nice replacement for J.K. Dobbins. And they're better at receiver than they have been the past few years, Um, even with the additions of Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. It's not too sexy, but I think it's going to be very big for them. Um, They still have Mark Andrews there, and I think they have a solid defense. So I expect those two to battle it out for the division lead.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right on that, Colin. It's going to be those two. I don't hate the Steelers. I just think the Steelers, I don't love their line. Ben is on his last legs. Their defense is good, but Steelers, I can't really see getting getting more than like eight wins if you look at their schedule. They have some really tough matchups and then some ones where are kind of like, eh, they could win this one. So I don't love the Steelers' chances. And I'm on the same page as you where I think Browns and Ravens are really close. I ended up picking the Ravens. And that is really just because I think Lamar Jackson has a fantastic season. I have Lamar as an MVP candidate. I think he shows out this year. Um, Like you said, the receiver additions aren't sexy, but Sammy Watkins, when he's on the field, is is, is definitely better than what was there. And I think Rashad Bateman, when healthy, is a future wide receiver one for that team. Just because, one, I think he'll be better than Sammy Watkins in the wrong one. And I think he'll eventually pass Hollywood Brown at some point because Hollywood Brown, I feel like, is underperformed. And I, loved, I just love Babin's skill set. So I think in, in the long run, those will be really good receivers for them if they can stay healthy. Obviously, I don't need to discuss Mark Andrews or Gus Edwards. You know what's there. I yeah. don't love that they lost some pieces on defense, but I still think Lamar has an absolutely fantastic season. I think kind of has something to prove as well. He kind of gets some unnecessary hate. But overall, I think this is maybe an 11-12 win team. And it's basically going to come down to who wins the two head-to-head matchups between Cleveland and Baltimore to who wins the division, I think, because it's going to be so close the whole way. Both teams are great rosters with great coaching staffs. So it's it's essentially just – I don't know if their matchups are primetime. I would assume at least like one of them is, and if not primetime, like the 3 o'clock game of the week because it's – I think those are going to be two really close, highly contested match, matchups.
0: Yeah. I think, I think this division is going to be a slugfest, uh, kind of like what you guys mentioned. I think the Browns are, are going to keep building off of what they did last year. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big Browns believer. I think they're going to be really good. Um, their defense, they got a couple guys on their defense that I think is going to make their defense a lot better, especially in the secondary. Um, Baltimore, I've kind of always been labeled as a Baltimore hater. Um, I think Lamar I think Lamar I think Ben's right I think he will be an MVP candidate however I I just don't see the passing game still being there Um, I mean Bateman their number one uh, or first round pick I should say Um, he's gonna be out the first half of the season so once again they're gonna be banking on Hollywood Brown Sammy Watkins um, all those guys I, I think Hollywood Brown was carried by that week one performance a couple of years ago by the dolphins. Um uh, Mark Andrews, I think, is going to be uh still be one top five tight end in all football, but I just I don't see the passing game um being there. If they're gonna do it this year, it's still going to be running the football and playing good defense. Uh Pittsburgh, I I, I just I I don't love their skill position. I think Najee Harris is going to be really good. Um but Juju and uh claypool i think they do get a lot of hate um i'm expecting big things out of deontay johnson this year um so i have all of them kind of in the mix i have cleveland winning division at 12-5 baltimore is a wild card at 11-6 i have steelers just missing the playoffs at 9-8 and and i have the Bengals at the bottom of the division at 4-13 and i have them that low mostly because i i haven't heard th- good things out of uh uh, Jamar Chase in camp, I've heard that he's uh struggled a little, and then I, I still think they should have drafted Penny Sewell. I think that was a real mess by them,
1: me too. Yeah, I want to talk about the Bengals for a second because it's going to be really interesting, especially if Jamar Chase doesn't pop within the first couple of weeks. There is going to be a lot of, of uh, criticism towards that team about that draft pick picking him. Over uh Pene especially if Burrow is getting hit a lot. Which, if you look at who the Bengals play early, they face, I believe, Daniel Hunter week one, and then they got they got uh Miles Garrett in the first couple weeks. TJ Watt is in their division. So uh, it's it's not it's not someone you want staring down at you when you're Joe Burrow under center, especially with very little pass protection. So I think they're gonna be a team that gets under the microscope early. I don't love Zach Taylor, I think their offense will be nice and I don't necessarily know they'll take a step forward with Zach Taylor at the helm. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on him. Their defense stinks, but uh, I'm not a huge Zach Taylor supporter.
2: I'm not sure what to think of him yet. I
1: guess, I guess he, he hasn't th- had a fair chance either. I mean, also, like, he hasn't been put in the great situation because everyone knows that, like, the Bengals' front office and ownership is, like, one of the worst in all of sports. So yeah, Yeah. It's not the most fair situation.
2: But I do think they'll be in a – I have them winning five games. I think they're going to be in a lot of games with a healthy Joe Burrow. Um, but you're right, that defense is atrocious. And I just don't think they're there quite there yet. Uh, I do think they will be competitive. Like we did see before Burrow went down, they were, they were competing with some good teams. They, um,
0: uh, they beat the Steelers. Um,
2: they did beat the Steelers. And I think they were right there with the Browns in a game too.
1: Yeah, f- both oh, games actually. The Thursday night one, and then the, the one in Cincinnati where it was that was kind of the Baker Mayfield like breakout, if y'all remember. Yes, that. but uh, yeah. yes, the, it's it's a competitive team for sure. It'd be nice if one of their the most expensive guys in the roster and Trey Wayne stayed healthy, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a team that can compete, but probably will be in that like four to five win range. So I group.
2: picked the Browns. You guys both picked the Browns. I picked Ravens. I picked, the I picked Browns. Ravens. Okay. I picked
1: yeah. I picked Ravens, but like I said, if if the Browns were to take the, the two head to head games, then I it's it, I think that's really what it's going to come down to.
2: Yeah, I I, th- I just think they match up well against them. Yeah, they're gonna have a top five offense this year. I don't think the I mean the Tack McKinley and Jadavian Clowney additions. I mean those aren't huge, but it will help <laughs> their the additions I mean, in the, the secondary right? for Cleveland
1: are nice. John Johnson and Troy yeah. Hill. Those yeah, I think will be Johnson. much bigger than the than the D line ones.
2: I love the John Johnson signing. And another underrated addition is their first round pick, Greg Newsome from uh Northwestern. He's a really nice corner. He gave uh Iowa issues and we played him. So I I know what he's capable of. Um and I think he will be big to that big for that secondary. All right. Yep. Who's next? All
0: right. Let's move on to the AFC South. Uh, this is, I think,
1: by, by far going to be our, our quickest division because there's two yeah. teams here are are fairly irrelevant
2: yeah. in terms yep. of the division
1: race. So I'll go first real quick. I've got Titans. The Titans roster, they got better. They're, a lot is going to be riding on how improved their defense is because it sucked last year. Offense, I think you know what you're going to get. Obviously, Derrick Henry is going to probably run for like 2,000 yards or be somewhere in that area. Ryan Tannehill – has shown mobility, good off the play action in his time with Tennessee. And that's been, that's been humongous because they weren't necessarily very good with Mariota under center. So I think he has another really nice season, especially if, Julio Jones stays on the field because then opposing teams, number two corners are going to have to pick between guarding Julio Jones or, or A.J. Brown. So them both staying healthy is key because I don't really know who they have at receiver behind those guys. So obviously you know what you're going to get on offense, but it's just going to be all about the defense. And then right behind them, the only other real relevant team in this vision is the Colts, who I have in, in competition for a wild card spot. They need Carson Wentz to stay healthy, and they need Carson Wentz to not turn the ball over. The rest of the roster is loaded, but it's, it's going to fall all in the quarterback spot. But I'll let you guys talk more about the Colts.
2: Yeah, with the Titans, I have seen some people overrate them with the whole Julio addition. They did lose Corey Davis, who had a nice season. It was kind of like his breakout season. Um, Julio's a better receiver than him. I, I, I think so at this point in his career still. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, A.J. Brown is – this he, This could be a huge year for him if they throw the ball to him enough. Derrick Henry, you're right, he'll probably rush for 2,000 yards again. Um, and they did lose Jonu Smith, so Anthony Fersker is the new tight end there. The defense is still very much in question, although I think they're going to win this division because the Colts are going to start the year without Carson Wentz. Do we know how long he's going to be out exactly? I mean –
1: I believe Carson Wentz had a chance to play last time I checked. Yeah. Yeah. He
2: he, he didn't – his
0: injury didn't keep him out too long. It kept him out all the preseason. He may not be back for week one, but I think he'll be back by week two for sure.
2: Either way, um, with a banged-up Carson Wentz, who I don't even love much in the first place, you're starting off the season against Seattle, the Rams – at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore. That's not a fun stretch. I expect them to start off slow. I think they'll get better and better as the year goes on. They have a good offensive line, um, good run game with Jonathan Taylor. And the receivers aren't terrible. I think Michael Pittman will take a solid second step. I think T.Y. Hilton is still good if when healthy. And uh, they have a healthy Paris Campbell now, who I think can also – he also has potential
1: if they use him in the right way because that guy can is a burner, and I think Frank Reich is a really smart coach. So hopefully he'll use him because you see you'll see guys all the time around the league like John Ross. I know he couldn't stay healthy, but still the Bengals underutilized him. So if if the Colts utilize Paris Campbell correctly, he'll make a big impact.
2: Yeah, I think it's a well coached team um, enough to the point where they'll at least get in the wild card if they don't win the division. I have both of these teams in the playoffs. I think Houston. They announced today Tyrod Taylor is going to start. So no Deshaun Watson. They won four games last year with Deshaun Watson. So I cannot see them winning any more than three or four this year as of right now. And the Jaguars, which won one game last year, the first game of the season, they now have Trevor Lawrence. Um, I like Levis Chenault a lot. They also have DJ Chark and Marvin Jones. They're another – they're kind of like the Jets. They're definitely going to be worth watching this year.
1: Especially on offense.
2: Even with the loss of Travis Etienne, um, they should still be able to pull. I think at least, like, I, I had them winning five games. I so was – sorry. I enough to win them five games.
1: I don't remember the last time a team that was horrible the year before and had the number one pick was favored – in week one, which is kind of crazy. Like Jacksonville is, I believe, three-and-a-half-point favorites because they're playing yeah. Houston. Like when, when was the last time a team absolutely horrible, still still is not a very good roster, and then went into the next season favored. It's not something you see very often, but unique circumstances with Houston.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a very interesting division because all these teams, even the two good ones, have major holes. Tennessee's defense is atrocious however i think with their star-studded offense i think having two legit wide receivers and having probably the best running back in the league when healthy um and derrick henry no matter who your quarterback is will be fine and i think Tannehill is going to be a top 10 quarterback this year um he's a good game manager he's perfect for that offense like, but their defense is, is it's not good. I As have the Colts.
1: I was just say real quick, I have Tannehill right in that, like Kirk cousins, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield range, but Tannehill is probably a little bit more athletic. And therefore I like it a little more numbers. I,
0: see, here's the thing since Tannehill is such a good game manager and he's surrounded by so many good offensive weapons. Like Anthony Furksker is going to be what maybe their fourth or fifth option on offense. And he's, He's so far in the limited roles he's had been very solid. Yeah, I have Tannehill as a dark horse MVP candidate because of that. Um, but I still only think the Titans will get to eleven wins. That wouldn't um, be a terrible.
1: I don't know what his odds for MVP are. That'd be a if we if the three of us want to go in on someone to root for all season. Yeah, like especially I would assume Tannehill is not very favorable in odds. That would be a that would be a guy for us to just root for yeah. and get behind.
0: Yeah. Um, but like you kind of mentioned, Carson Wentz is in a weird situation. I still think he's got game left in him. I'm rooting for the guy. Um, I think Frank Wright is a very good coach, especially with quarterbacks. Um, their defense is very good. They have a great, uh, three headed monster running back to go along with young solid receivers and a good O line. It's one of those, you could put any quarterback there and he'll, you just have to get a game manager. It's just, going to be whether um, Carson Wentz can limit his turnovers. If Carson Wentz can limit the turnovers, Colts are going to be fine, but I agree with Colin. Uh, the Colts have a very tough schedule to begin the year. I actually picked um, every game you know, week by week, and I had the Colts starting off at 0-4. Me too. And, and yet, still getting to 11 wins. I don't have them winning the division. I have them getting wild card spot um the other two teams uh jacksonville i think will be very flashy and i think they'll be a fun team to see every once in a while in red zone and the texans
1: in contention yeesh, for the number
0: one pick uh, get a uh, yeah get who who who's gonna be the number one pick sam howell dj spencer a Rat. no a rattler. rattler
2: is he only two years removed from high school i can't remember i he might be I, eligible. I think
1: this is his third season because wasn't he – I think he was Jalen Hurts' backup in year one and then right. last year he, now this year.
2: Yeah, I think he's eligible for the draft this year. Yeah. He's probably the favorite for number one pick right now. Yeah. I Yeah, I just don't trust Carson Wentz enough right now. I mean, he had his time with the Eagles. He was almost MVP. He could work well in this system. I mean, he did not have much to work with last year in Philly. If he can limit the turnovers like you said – Um, With a coach that he's familiar with, this Colts team has a lot of potential. They could easily win a playoff game or two if he returns to what he was. But as of now, with that tough schedule, I don't have them winning it. I think the Titans, even with that poor defense, Derrick Henry can really just control the game. Um, They can kill so much clock. Mike Vrabel knows how to use him in that system so well. And I think that makes up for part of their lack of defense.
0: Yeah. No, no I, I I agree. Um, so I think we we're pretty pretty had a pretty consensus pick on the AFC South. Let's head over to the wild, wild west, the, the AFC West. Yeah, Colin, you go ahead and get us started. Great minds think away.
2: So we all I assume have the same team winning this division. It's the correct team that went 14 and 2 last year. Um, one of those losses being in a the game, they benched everybody and they went all the way to the Super Bowl and kind of got blown out by the Buccaneers because of injuries at offensive line. And I think one of them was out the year because of uh, COVID, like he opted out. So the Chiefs do have a better offensive line this year. Um, they're the kings of this division. They're going to win this division again if Pat Mahomes and company stay healthy. There's just nothing teams can really do to stop Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, You got Edwards Alaire. There's too much firepower. Um, and it's been interesting to see how these other three teams in the division have tried to respond to that and kind of build their teams around it. Um, I think the number two, three, and four spots in this division are all open for debate. I think, I think you really they're really all teams.
1: like eight to nine, seven to nine win teams that could go in any order. I don't think you guys are going to like who I have in second, but I'll let you go first, Colin.
2: I am not going to like who Ben has in second because I hate their quarterback situation. You know, I was between the Raiders and Chargers here. I actually had them with the same record, but it gave me – listen, I this is not even a homer thing. The playoff predictor has the Raiders finishing above the Chargers for me with the same record. Um. I think both of these teams have their flaws. Um, the Chargers, Ben reminded me last night, the Chargers now have a first-year head coach. Uh, Staley from the Rams.
1: Who Justin I think was Herber- a great hire, by the way. Yes. Even though I hate on the Chargers. Yeah, sorry.
2: Ben is a Charger hater. They did get Derwin James back this year. Um, and Justin Herber is entering his sophomore campaign after a huge rookie year. He shattered some rookie records. And he has a nice supporting cast around him. Uh, hopefully a healthy Eckler, um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Um, who's their tight end? Jared Cook?
1: believe so. Some. Yeah, they signed Jared Cook. Some. And let him yeah.
2: run This charter team definitely has the potential to make the playoffs. I just feel like some people are kind of overrating them, like Ben was saying.
1: Okay. So I, I could be way off because, like you mentioned, Colin. If you look at the three teams, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders, the, the Broncos by far have the worst QB situation. Raiders and Chargers have their franchise guys. I just think if Teddy Bridgewater is a quote-unquote game manager like he was in Minnesota the year they won the division with him, I think they have a chance to come in second because I think their defense will be the best out of those three. I think their defense will be really good. I, I like Denver's weapons went healthy. I think Judy has a really good second-year Corlin and Sutton back is huge. Noah Fant needs to stay healthy, but he's a super athletic tight end. And I just, I just believe that if Teddy just is able to kind of, like I said, use those weapons, not turn the ball over. I think this is a team that could win ugly if that makes, if that makes any sort of sense. And I just, I believe that the chargers and Raiders both have holes on defense. That's my, that's my issue. And I, 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 I could be going wrong here with choosing defense over quarterback is, is my deciding factor, but I wouldn't be shocked. These are th- three teams that go in any certain order, but all within like the seven to nine win range. If I just
2: I just didn't see enough out of Denver last year to make me think that they can take the next yeah. step. Then with their additions, they just were they weren't even good on the defensive side of the ball last year, even though they are getting a couple key guys back. I just don't think their additions are good enough to get them an additional five wins from what they had last year to double their, to make the playoffs. They're going to have to double their wins at least. I just don't think they're quite there. I don't,
1: I don't think they're making the playoffs. I just don't love any, I don't love any of the, the the Raiders or Chargers yet. I think the Chargers are competing for this division in maybe one to two years. And I, I don't know about the Raiders. I don't really know. I've gone back and forth on the Raiders so much because they are a team that should be trying to win now, but I don't necessarily know if I love Gruden or I don't love their defense.
2: No. They're yeah.
1: like too many holes. Yeah. For for me,
0: um, I think my picks are gonna shock, shock you guys. So I have the Chiefs obviously winning the division. I have them going 15 and two. Um, I have them losing. Uh, their last week of the season, because I think they'll have the whole 1C wrapped up. And I actually have them losing a game uh, to the Chargers this year, because don't forget Justin Herbert, his first start, kept it really close. And I think he could um, kind of match that performance again. Um, I, but for me personally, and I, I know I say this about every league and every year, but there's always one team that kind of jumps out of nowhere Surprises everyone a little, and I'm not saying they're going to make a deep playoff run. But that my team that's going to surprise a lot of people this year is this the LA Chargers? Almost said San Diego Chargers. San Diego um, Chargers. Yes, um, I love Herbert. Herbert might be my second favorite quarterback in the NFL behind Josh Allen, obviously. And um, I just I love Austin Eckler. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen are great receivers. People forget they did a lot to help the offensive line this um, offseason. And then you had the fact that they got Joey Bosa. They're getting Derwin James back. And they're adding a really good defensive head coach to lead them. I think this roster is going to be good. I think they're – because they were in a lot of games last year. Chargers' problem has always been closing games out. And I think with another year of Herbert, I think they're going to be able to close games out. I have the Chargers finishing at twelve and five and making the playoffs. Okay. My third team is the Denver Broncos. Pretty much everything what Ben said, I completely agree with. I I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good game manager. Let's not forget the Broncos, um, their head coach, the old uh, Vic, Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. I love him as a coach, um, a, defa- a very good defensive coach, and uh, adding Kyle Fuller, who's played in Vic Mangio's c- system, drafting Patrick Sertan, getting Vaughn Miller back. I think it's only going to add to their defense. They get healthier on offense, getting Court Sutton back. Um, they still have Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, and you add the fact that they got the uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, and who's the other guy? Uh, that they drafted.
2: Uh, Devontae Williams. Yeah, Devontae yeah, Williams.
1: Williams. Yep. And let me I think, let me say real it. quick, uh, Donovan, to add to that Denver thing, I just looked real quick because I was curious. Denver lost six games last year when – lost six games by a touchdown or less. I know they had some yeah. close wins as well, but I feel like the tide swings on that if you don't have Drew Locke chucking up deep balls every play that are getting picked off, which Teddy Bridgewater doesn't do. Yeah. I, and – I don't, I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater is going to go out here and have a fantastic year. They just need him to be average because Drew Locke was below average. Yep. And I'm, I, it's I funny, I'm doing, I'm doing all this arguing for a team I still only think wins like nine games and missing the playoffs. It's just – yeah.
0: I have the Broncos still missing the playoffs going 10-7. and seven. And then, Colin, you, you may just want to uh, cover your ears for this one. But I hate the Raiders roster. I, I hate it. I do like Derek Carr. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Derek Carr hater. I'm just not big on their receivers or running backs or offensive line or defense or head coach. Um, I don't think Rudin's the guy. Defense, as you mentioned, is atrocious. They went out and signed a guy like John Brown, and then they cut him. Uh, Braylon Edwards and then uh, Henry Ruggs I think will be solid. I think they'll get a lot of catches. Darren Waller, really good tight end. I have him on a couple fantasy leagues. I hope he does well. The run game, though, I don't like Josh Jacobs, and Kenyon Drake hasn't really done much in a couple of years. I just I, I think both of them together might be okay. And I think they'll have a good offense. But I just see this team being in a lot of close games, not being able to finish it out. I have the Raiders going four and thirteen.
2: Ooh. Now. Ooh. I'm going to respond and tell you why the Raiders are going to make the playoffs this year because I'm a Raiders oh, fan. boy! So I don't think the offense is much in question. They were a top 10 offense last year. And I think they very well could be again this year. Darren Waller is basically a number one receiver. I think Henry Ruggs is Henry Ruggs and Ryan Edwards were injured all last year. They're both going to be healthy now. I think they're going to make an impact. Uh, they did lose Nelson Aguilar. Big whoop. I don't care if he can put up a thousand yards in this offense. So can Henry Ruggs this year. And I think he will. Uh, I trust Derek Carr. I trust the run game. Kenyon Drake's a good addition. They're going to use him a lot in this offense. I like Josh Jacobs a lot. The offensive line is the big question on the offense. Uh, I think it's actually better than it was last year because last year they were injured all year. You say on paper, oh, yeah, they had Trent Brown. They had Richie Incognito. They were injured the entire year. Trent Brown played a handful of snaps, so his impact was not felt at all. Him leaving did not change a thing. We now have um, Colton Miller. We have Denzel Good, who played well for us last year on the line. Richie Incognito's back. And Alex Leatherwood, I don't know how he's going to hold up. He's the rookie from Alabama. But he played very well for them in their title run last year. So hopefully Alex Leatherwood can hold up a tackle. Now on defense, this is what cost the Raiders a playoff spot last year. They won eight games despite having – statistically like the worst defense in football. I think that shows how good their offense was last year and how good of an offensive coach Gruden is. I think their offense is going to continue to be that good. And I think the Gus Bradley hire on defense is going to be huge for them. Um, You see a lot of former players were taking shots at their old defensive coordinator. Ben's all fired up because Max Schrock just did something for the Reds. Shout out, shout out Max Schrock. Max
1: Schrock. We, we need a Schrocktober this year.
2: Big talk Schrock.
1: Yes, sir. Shit.
2: Anyway, Donovan.
1: I'm getting hyped up that we're beating a team that's trying to lose or tied with the team. Sorry.
2: Anyways, I think respect. the Raiders had – down the stretch, they started off really well. They were in a playoff spot. Everyone's thinking the Raiders are going to make playoffs. Then they had three big defensive collapses down the stretch – um, one games that they should have won games that they were leading in late in the fourth quarter, um, including the Chiefs game, the Chargers game, the Dolphins game. I think their defense will be solid enough. I think they might, I, I think they're going to be like a top 22 defense this year rather than the 30th best defense. And that's because of the addition of Casey Hayward, um, KJ Wright, uh, Yannick Nagakwe. And in the secondary, they added rookie Trayvon uh, Merit, Morig, Merig from TCU. I like him a lot. Um, I'm still worried about the cornerback spot behind Trayvon Mullen. Will Damon Arnett play like a first-round pick? I have no idea. But I think this team is good enough to win 10 games. And... I honestly wasn't going to have them in the playoffs, but my playoff predictor has them as the seven seed. So I'm going to say the Raiders are a seven seed this year.
0: Interesting. All right. We'll 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 come back around um, when we talk about the playoffs and who we think is going to represent each conference. But let's go over to the NFC and let's just get it out of the way. Um, the NFC beast. Um, yes. Can I, we I, please I, I not
1: talk about this division for more than like two minutes?
0: I have 3 teams in this division going 6 and 11 to give you an idea on how I think this division is going to go. I have a three-way tie for the Giants, Washington football team and the Eagles at 6 and 11, and I have the Cowboys at 5 and 12. My winner for the division will surprise you and it is the I think the most well-coached team. In this division, the New York Giants.
1: You're taking, actually Denver. The I Giants. was going to say I was I was going to for I almost slipped up. I was going to say you're taking the Jason Garrett led Giants, and then I remembered he's not <laughs> their head coach. He's just a coach. Yes, who had Joe who Judge? I the worst of all season. And yeah.
0: let's not forget. Let's not forget. I, I I have them at six and eleven, so I don't think they're going to be great. But the Giants do have a big chip on their shoulder last year from what the eagles pulled in week 17 where if they if the eagles won the giants would have won the division if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. um and i think they have a big chip on their shoulder i think because of that they're going to whoop up on the eagles the washington football team has the hardest schedule in that division because they have to go up against the packers they have to go up against the um uh i think it's seahawks right and they have the uh Saints? Yeah, too. yeah. So they, they have a the they
2: have,
0: yeah. They have a they have a tough schedule, really tough schedule. I like the Giants, and it's pretty much just by a one game tiebreaker,
1: or like a head to head tiebreaker. I okay. should say. So I have. Sorry, you go first, Colin.
2: Um, this might make you guys mad. I have two of these teams making the playoffs. Wow. Did I just? Oh, hold on, I, I don't know if I am I lagging here. Am I good? No,
0: you we got you're good. I was okay. no. I, I just wanted to make sure uh,
2: I heard you right. You have two teams from this shitty division I making two. the playoffs. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do not. This good. is Thank my God. old. I'm sorry. I forgot I had Minnesota making the playoffs. Just Thank give you. me a um
1: oh you want me to go real quick so you can get your thoughts in order
2: yeah my playoff predictor just collapsed it is gone nice Uh, i i thought my wi-fi went out for a sec but yeah
1: you go ahead um it in in uh to to battle with we was saying about new york i like i like joe judge i really do and i like their defense i am just so low on daniel jones I, you guys, no one else can see my notes, but next to uh, Giants, I wrote the words "You, Daniel Jones, turns yeah, the ball yes. over too much." I like adding Kenny Galladay, but I don't think he's going to put up great numbers because I did, I just think Joe, I think Daniel Jones within the next like three years will be a backup, like heading towards like Mitch Trubisky territory. Didn't have the pressure on him that Trubisky did, but I still is just an athletic quarterback who turns the ball over too much, and I don't think reads the field very well. That's my problem with the Giants because if you look at the rest of the roster, defense is good. They add Saquon back and they add receivers on offense. That's a good enough team to compete. It's just Daniel Jones is he the answer. I would love to be proven wrong and if he goes out and plays great and they win the division. I just don't think so. I'm going to take the Cowboys because contrary to what I took in AFC West about defense being more important in this division, I'm taking the best quarterback, and that's Deck Prescott. Washington has the best defense in this division, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will throw them out of some games. He'll win them some thrillers, but he'll throw them out of a few games. And I'm just going to take Dak to have a huge season. I think Ezekiel Elliott, who has been trending downward ever since his rookie year, has one of his best seasons. And I think their offense leads them to a division win, even at like eight or nine wins.
2: I also had the Cowboys win the division. My controversy there when I said two teams – I had to look at it again. I had Washington missing the playoffs by a game in the wild card. They have a tough schedule, like Donovan mentioned. They have a stretch where they go um, Saints, Chiefs, Packers at Denver, and they got to play Tampa. Later on, they play Seattle at Vegas. It's tough. I think Washington, though, will be a better team than last year um, due to some of the additions they made. Uh, Curtis Samuel, I think, is a very underrated addition. I think Antonio agreed. Gibson better this year in his second season, and I, I yeah, I don't love Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. Maybe we'll get some Taylor Heineke action this year. He was the play almost the playoff. Love season.
0: Taylor. He- this
1: is a Taylor Heineke podcast. Taylor you know, Heineke probably was the longest pin tweet on this podcast Twitter account.
2: Taylor yes. Heineke it's- should just be our mascot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Former Viking. Agreed. Had one of the most thrilling preseason wins I've ever seen in Minnesota.
0: So how I break down this NFC East is that I think Dallas has the best offense. I think the Washington football team has the best roster. And I think the um, Giants have the easiest schedule out of all of them. And the best
1: coaching staff.
0: And the best coaching. Actually, that's Philly, debat-
1: I I like Ron Rivera. So that's debatable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like I like Ron Rivera too. I just I don't see Ron Rivera working well with a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because I think Rivera has always been kind of like a defensive guy and he's worked well with uh a more run heavy offense. And I do think they're gonna run the ball a lot, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick towards the end of his Career, he's he's gonna want to sling that thing, which I don't blame him. Who doesn't like a little Fitz magic? But uh, I just Washington's schedule is so tough. Dallas just does not have a good defense. They went zero and four in the preseason. They didn't even play that well. Dak, uh, I learned from Hard Knocks, actually had two different surgeries on his ankle, yeah. and he he's been out all of preseason with some shoulder issues. Dak isn't even a hundred percent. I do like the I I do like the uh, pick of Zeke having one of his best years, but as of right now, their backup quarterback is Cooper Rush. It's not an Andy Dalton. It's not a Ben DiNucci. I I just if if Dak goes down again or if he misses a couple games, the Cowboys are they're out of it. Yeah, and I think McCarthy gets canned after this year.
2: Wow. Yeah, if they have another six and ten, six and 11, whatever season, I agree with that. Um, They're not going to have, they're going to have a short leash with him if they continue to struggle. I think Dak, um, I think he is easily a top 10 quarterback in this league. Getting him back will be so huge for this offense. Maybe I'm just a sucker for hard knocks and seeing CD Lamb make some incredible sideline grabs in the back of the head. Hell yeah. We're all
1: high on CD Lamb. We're all high oh, on him,
2: yeah. and I think we can all agree that Zeke looked to be in great shape. Um, I think with a healthy Dak Prescott, Zeke is in for a big year, like you guys mentioned. That receiving core is loaded, and I think this is going to be a very high-powered offense. The defense is definitely in question, but remember, two the same team never wins this division two years in a row. Washington is basically cursed on that standpoint, and I don't think they'll have enough. Fits magic to win it, but their defense will keep them in a lot of close games Agreed. with some good teams. They'll give some. They'll give good teams fits. Um, New York, uh, like you guys said, or like Ben said, I'm not a Daniel Jones believer. Not until I see more from him. He is a turnover machine as of now, but I do like the addition of Kenny Galladay if he's healthy. You get Saquon back. I like Devontae Booker as backup running back and they did have a very good defense on the stretch last year. So I think the Giants are certainly in contention, and I had them with eight wins.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot else to say. I think we've covered everything with this division. But I would, I would be shocked if, if a second team finds a way to make the playoffs in this division.
2: Say, say that again.
1: Am I lagging?
2: I I think I was lagging a little bit.
1: Uh, either way, I just said I I would be back, shocked. Back, back. I would be shocked if a uh, if a second team makes the playoffs for this division.
2: Yeah, I mean the only thing is maybe like they can. I think they'll all beat up on the Eagles. Yeah, and maybe one of these teams has injuries, and it's just another like weak division where they can all, like, leech wins off each other. That's the only reason I could really see, like, Washington. I think they'll get close. I think I have them at eight or nine wins. But ultimately, there's better other wild card teams.
1: Which we're going to yep. get to in the West.
2: Yep. All right. We already spent way too much time on that division. Let's
0: go straight to the NFC North. Um, I think there's a lot of interesting – uh things going on in this division i think even with all four teams but for me personally i think aaron rodgers comes back and just i know he we didn't even know if he was going to play football a couple months ago but i think aaron rodgers this is still i think still his world i think he's going to rock the league i got him at 14 and 3 and i have rodgers winning the mvp again I, that, that's my pick just throwing it out there um I have the Vikings finishing in second. Um, I, I I do like how their offense looks. I think their defense is going to be better. I think if Dalvin Cook is healthy, I think this offense is going to be perfectly fine. I have the Bears finishing in third, just missing the playoffs at nine and eight. I do think Justin Fields is going to be worth what they gave up to get him. But I don't think it's enough to get him in the playoffs this year. I think, you know, just trusting the guy to immediately be that guy that sends you to the playoffs right from getting drafted, I think is a little much. I have him at nine and eight. And the Lions, uh, I I hate this roster. I love Dan Campbell. Hate this roster.
1: I have the Lions
0: at one and sixteen.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll start first of all. That Lions team, totally agree with you. If you look at their schedule, because the NFC North plays a hardest schedule this year, I don't know where the Lions yes. get their wins from. It would not surprise me whatsoever if the Lions have anywhere in between one and three. I think Jared Goff will have some good games for that team, but it's they're going to be they're going to be the other team is going to be favored in almost every game because they play the AFC North good from top to bottom and the NFC West good from top to bottom. Or excuse me, good from top to bottom except the Bengals in the North. But either way. Don't know where the Lions don't where they get the wins from. And this is another team that could be in contention for the number one pick. But now I'll go back to the top of this one. Packers, I I I have them as my number two seed, the NFC behind the Buccaneers, who we'll get to. But Rodgers has another great season, probably his last one in, in Green Bay. So I, I think they go out on top. And then this is going to be the the Packers, I think, last time and first for a couple years because I think it will take Jordan Love a couple years to figure things out. So I'll take the Packers this year. Vikings I have making the playoffs. The defense will be drastically improved from last year because, one, they made some offseason additions in the secondary and on the defensive line. And then, two, just guys coming back from injury. Um, Anthony Barr missed all but one and a half games. And then Daniel Hunter missed the whole season. And then you throw on Michael Pierce, who opted out because of COVID last year. Those are those are three names who will make a big impact for them. I don't I don't think this is like a eleven or twelve win team, but I think they win nine or ten and grab one of those wild card spots. We'll see though. I don't love the depth on the Vikings, so if they get hit by injuries again like they did last year, this team is screwed. Uh, based, uh, just on watching them in the preseason. I know you don't take a lot of stock in the preseason, but the Vikings backed up backups looked atrocious. So this is a team that really has to stay healthy, and then Bears. Bears I have is really like a seven-win team. They probably start Andy Dalton too long just because Matt Nagy, for whatever reason, wants to, and their defense is going to get worse. They let some guys walk, like Kyle Fuller we talked about earlier. I see them giving up more points a game and not scoring enough. They'll beat up on the Lions and maybe, maybe beat teams like the Bengals, but I don't have the Bears more than a seven-win team. So Packers and Vikings out of this division. Vikings could maybe compete if they're able to beat the Packers at least once. But they haven't had the greatest history with that. It would also mean the Vikings have to get some big wins. Like, they have to win – they would have to win, like, in Baltimore maybe or find a way to beat, like, the Seahawks or 49ers, which who knows if they can.
2: Well, maybe it is the last dance Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are going to feast this year. Aaron Jones, the offense is loaded. Um, how do you guys feel about Matt LaFleur as a coach? Do you think he's a guy – Like, where would you rank him among coaches?
1: I would put him in, like, the – this is tough. i definitely
0: put him in the top half.
1: Yeah, I would put him in, like, that 8 to 12 range, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see because I truly do think this is Rodgers' last season there. If they really struggle, we'll see. It's going to be, like, the whole thing with Belichick and Brady. Like, obviously, Belichick is far better than LaFleur. But we'll see once Rodgers is gone who did what. I know there's some Packers fans that don't love LaFleur because I think he's kind of conservative. So I, I don't know. I think he's in the eight to 12 range, but I have a slight suspicion that a lot of it is because Devonta Adams and Aaron Rodgers can just go out there and do whatever they want on the field and it would make any coach look good. I think this uh, is enough
2: for a great last season with Rodgers. If it is his last year, um, I think they're going to be – we know what they're going to be. They still have question marks like who is the second guy behind Jair Alexander? Um, Who are their corners behind them? Who, like, is their offensive line going to be okay without Bakhtiari when he's out? Um, Little things like that. Overall, this is a great roster, and I think they're going to be right there competing to win the NFC again. I have them winning this division, obviously. I have Minnesota number two. Um, they were pretty banged up last year. They started off really slow, but they kind of got together, got up to seven wins, and were only like a game out of a playoff spot because the NFC was very weak last year. I think the def- improvements on defense will get them into a playoff spot. Um, I mean, we all have questions about Kirk Cousins in primetime, but that offense is really good. I like Kirk Cousins. I like Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Dalvin Cook, too much firepower there to not be a top 10 offense again, maybe top five. And I think they're going to get maybe 10 wins and get in that playoff spot. I don't have my playoff predictor up, so I can't tell you exactly how many.
1: That's that's right around where I had him. I was sorry to interrupt you. I just want to say losing Irv Smith really hurts. And I'm not saying that Chris Herndon is a good tight end by any means, but I think he puts up decent numbers because he'll be in a much better system. And I think he'll be a a decent threat in the red zone. I still would not have given up a fourth for him, but what done is done. And now they have to go and utilize him.
2: Yeah. I don't even know the Chicago Bears roster, but I still don't think in this division and the way that their schedule kind of starts, I think I had them around six wins. Um, I don't think Justin Fields will just come in and, I mean, take the league by storm right away. Um, I don't think the offense is – I mean, he's not in the greatest system. They do have solid pieces. Dave Montgomery is a good running back, and Allen Robinson is a terrific receiver. But I just don't think they will stack up well against Green Bay or Minnesota. And I think, like you guys mentioned, all these teams will just beat up on Detroit. I had them with three wins. Maybe that's even being generous. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna uh, what is it? Bite some kneecaps this year. Hell yeah, yeah. sir, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. We love Dan Campbell.
1: Yes, we do. All, all right, one, let's move hold on. on. I have to say one last thing. I'm sorry. One last thing about the Bears. Matt Nagy took his play calling duties back, which the Bears' offense improved at the end of the year when he gave them up to Bill Lazor. Now Nagy's taking him back. I don't love that, but uh, time will tell whether it was just Trubisky holding Nagy back or if Nagy actually is just a terrible play caller, which considering there was a game a couple years ago where they ran the ball like five times the whole game, I have my doubts. Yeah.
2: Pound the rock, man. The, their offense yeah. starts with the run game.
1: Yep. All right,
0: let's move on to the NFC South with the Super Bowl defending champions. Tampa Bay Bucks. why don't
1: you you guys start us off with this one? I'll be quick. Um, Buccaneers are my NFC representative. I think they have a great season, and I think grab the number one seed, and like I said, come out of the NFC. It's really, I believe, just after that, and I think comes down to the Saints and Panthers. I don't love the Panthers' defense, and I think the Saints' defense is kind of underrated. I think Jameis plays well. If he can not turn the ball over, the Saints at least compete for a wild card spot. So I have Saints 2, Panthers 3, and Falcons 4. Falcons will be fun to watch because they have – they have with, with Matt Ryan, Ridley, and Pitts on offense, they're still going to score. I think they'll be oh, interesting yeah. to watch like they always are, and they'll have a few meltdown games like they always do every year. And I like the Arthur Smith hiring there out of, from Tennessee. So Falcons will be fun to watch. Panthers will also be fun to watch. But I think the Saints grab second in this division. Jameis hopefully – has the best season of his career in terms of just like efficiency, and we'll we'll just have to see because not having Michael Thomas hurts them.
2: Yeah, the Bucs return all twenty-two starters from that Super Bowl team. Uh, the only questions I have with them aren't even with like, you know, how well they'll be. It's like, what about starting running back? Who's going to start at running back? They have a few solid options. Will Leonard Fournette play like he did in the playoffs this season? Um, at receiver, they're pretty loaded. It's a great problem to have. Who will be their second-best receiver? Will it be Godwin like we kind of expect, or will it be Antonio Brown? Scotty Miller's still in the mix. They have so many options. The Bowling Green guy, Scotty Miller. Hell, yeah. They big so many big leap forward this year. Will O.J. Howard be involved in the offense at all? I don't know. Um, and their defense is absolutely loaded. They're going to win the division. I think the Saints will finish second. I still, Their roster is still solid, and I think they'll be fine under Jameis, just not quite at the playoff level. I do think they'll be in the mix for a while. They're just not quite as good as a team like the Vikings or maybe even Washington. I think Carolina is finishing third. I think Sam Darnold will be solid there. I don't think he'll thrive, but he'll be better, obviously, than he was in the Jets. He'll put up decent numbers. Um, He has Robbie Anderson back, old teammate, and Christian McCaffrey's healthy. The Falcons will get some stupid wins and come out at like 7 and 10 or 6 and whatever, 6 and 11. And then they'll they'll pile up like three wins at the end of the year and we'll be like, okay, they're not that terrible. That's how I think that division will go.
1: Donovan paging Donovan. I think I
2: think Donovan's frozen.
1: Nice look at this guy. He, he
2: has. He, I, I I was wondering if it was me. Donovan has not moved.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I guess I guess we can continue this conversation. He's back. Hello. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Sorry. My,
0: my Wi-Fi is going out. Is it my turn to talk? It is
1: your turn to talk.
0: Yeah.
1: We are. We have been eagerly awaiting to hear your your uh, hey. NFC South breakdown.
0: All right, Bucks 15 and two. Uh, I think it's pretty self explanatory. This might be the best roster top to bottom when healthy. I'm not a hundred percent sure on their depth, especially on defense, having a lot of the older guys, but only time will tell. Um, Saints, I have finishing second getting a playoff spot because I am a believer in Jameis Winston. Um, I think Sean Payton does do well with quarter or uh you know, being like a quarterback whisperer and limited time. We saw James last year, he did pretty solid. I do expect Taysom to be involved in the offense a lot more this year doing their little, you know, whatever it is, their, their little packages. I have the saints actually finishing, finishing at 11 and six, a bit okay. higher than some people would anticipate uh Panthers I do expect a big leap forward I do love their uh their coach and offensive coordinator combo Sam Darnold I think this is finally going to be th- this is the year where everyone needs to hone in on Sam Darnold to see if this guy is going to be you know the the high first round pick we all saw from USC I have the Panthers finishing at 8-9 Falcons I think will be a fun team at
2: three and 14. Jeez. Okay. We got one division left. This is probably the best division in football. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 I the wild I wild. To, to, no matter who
2: you guys have winning this one, I think all four of them are acceptable answers. Agreed.
1: So, so who wants to start? I, w- I want to start because I want to talk. Colin said all four are acceptable answers. You can argue for all four, but there is this one team in this division that I don't like, and that is the Arizona Cardinals, and it's not even because of their roster. I am just not on the Cliff Kingsbury hype train anymore. I think he underutilizes DeAndre Hopkins in terms of play calling, if that makes sense. I'm not saying that Kyler doesn't give him the ball or they don't call plays from. It's just I feel like if you – I know this is kind of like getting into like stat nerd type of argument, but if you go look at like DeAndre Hopkins' route tree – from in Arizona to back when he was in Houston with Bill O'Brien calling the shots. He was just utilized so much better there. And it's it, it feels like I could, the Arizona could have got so much more out of Hopkins than they did. And then also with Arizona, is they would need they would need AJ Green to stay healthy for a whole year or someone, one of their secondary receivers to step up and play really well. I don't know if they'll get that. JJ Watts, a nice addition, but who knows how big of an impact he has at the end of his career. So there's a lot of there's a lot of guys I think it's like they have to stay healthy and a lot of things have to go right for Arizona. I'll go through the other teams real quick. I think Rams and Seahawks battle it out at the top. Rams get it out by an edge. Stafford has a really good year. And I'm going to go Rams, Seahawks in second, 49ers in third. But I have the Rams, Seahawks, and 49ers all getting into a playoff spot
2: you have the rams seahawks and 49ers all in the playoff spot. Yes. I I originally I got to I got to look at this. I can't remember if I had 49ers in the playoff spot. I had the Seahawks win this division. I think the Rams lack of a run game. I think they'll have a solid run game. Mm. But I think losing Cam Akers is maybe, maybe. my well, I'm so torn between the two. I might just have to take the Seahawks because of the loss of Cam Akers.
1: Totally. Um, I just, I'm in the exact same spot with this one as I was with uh, Cleveland and Baltimore. I think it's just whoever wins head to head is going to win the division. And they both have like 11 or 12 wins. I actually have the Seahawks winning at least. I have both the Seahawks and Rams winning a playoff game. And I, I think it's going to be very, very close. Just like it was last year. I believe Seattle won the division by, I believe, a game and the clinch in like week 16. So yeah. I, I think, I think it's going to be uber competitive. And every team will go like three and three or four and two in their division games because every every matchup I believe will be close.
2: We did see the Rams come and beat them in Seattle in that playoff game.
1: Yeah, yep. with,
2: with who? One hand, it was, Jared it was, Goff. Yeah, it was an injured Jared Goff. Um, The Rams are still very very good defensively. I think because of that, with the weapons they have on offense, they're definitely Super Bowl contenders. I think they're my third or fourth favorite team in this, in this conference. Uh, but I think the Seahawks um, will win the division again. They have that 12th man home field advantage back, um, which they didn't really have last year. Um, that stadium is electric. It's so hard to win there. And I think they may have the same record. Seattle may be a game better, but both of those teams will be in the playoffs for sure. They're both stacked and both are Super Bowl contenders. The Cardinals, you're right, their defense, I'm not loving it. I'm not a Cliff Kingsbury believer as of now. And they do have questions. Kyler Murray could lead them in rushing for all we know. Maybe Chase Edmonds isn't that guy. Um, But they do have a lot of good weapons at receiver. Um, When we look at Hopkins, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, and Rondell Moore, I still think they'll finish last because of their defense. And I think the 49ers, if they had a more clear answer at quarterback right now, I'd definitely have them in the playoffs. It's just we may see midseason Jimmy G struggles for a game or two. They have a short leash on him, putting Trey Lance, who could struggle at first in his first action. But I think Trey Lance is the future for them. I like him a lot. I like what he brings to the table. is a great skill set. And I love him being paired with Shanahan. I think that's like the perfect, almost and, perfect landing spot for him.
1: And the weapons in that offense too. It's, yeah, you, you, do. You, you cannot have a more ideal situation to go and go and learn under great defense. I love that for, for him. A healthy
2: George Kittle.
0: Yep. So yeah. so, so for me, um, my I, I do think this is the best division football. Um, I only have two teams from this division making the playoffs, and I think it's mostly because I, I think a lot of these teams are just going to beat up on each other. Um, my division winner uh, goes four and a two in the division, and no one does any better than that. I think that's kind of why you don't. I don't have multiple teams making it out of this division. Um, my winner for the NFC West is the Rams. I love their roster. I, I even though they lost their defensive coordinator, I still love their defense with Ramsey and Donald. Uh, the fact that this team, even with Jared Goff, had a playoff spot and was competing for a division title, now you just add Matt Stafford, who I think is could possibly be the most underrated quarterback of all time. No. Uh, I'm willing to throw, no. it. I'm willing to throw that coy. out
1: there. No, I'm <laughs> willing to throw it out there. People... I think he's going to do a lot this year. People talk about Matt Stafford not having weapons when he went from like Calvin and then he had Marvin James and Marvin Jones and Golden Tate for a bunch of years and then Galladay after that. I don't want to hear it but about he, Matt Stafford.
0: But he never had a good line. He never had a good coach, and he never had a good running back.
1: Reggie Bush was – He never had a good defense. Reggie Bush was an all-time a fantastic running back in Detroit. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, wish, I mean, it's, he it's, went, a, shame, he it's went, a shame people can't see he this. Went, he had, like, so, had Joy Cabell. Yes, the
0: Lions went like six, seven years without having a running back who ran a hundred yards in
1: one game. Yeah, that that just kind of sums it up. That's I'm that's, just saying. that's 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 uh, a that's getting into it.
2: He's still a guy though, like as good as he is, and as many like comeback wins as he's had, you could say he's that clutch gene. He still does, you know, he'll he'll throw at. Um, not that that's like terrible or anything, but he does make some mistakes. He is a little bit of a wild thrower at times, um, and I think a big part of this Rams is just how good their run game can be. If they're if they have a non-existent run game, I don't think they're going to be great. If they can prove, like when they had Todd Gurley and they really their offense with C.J. Anderson and him was just pounding the rock. If they can run the ball. They can win the Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: Well, I I, I like the Sony Michelle pickup. They have a three headed monster at wide receiver, solid tight end. I, I, I just love this Rams roster. I really do. I, I I don't have them going far in the playoffs, but I do really love this roster. Now, the team I have in second is the San Francisco 49ers, and I have them finishing at 11 and six and coming in second strictly on the fact that if they stay healthy, I think either or I mean, they made a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, and if they take Jimmy Garoppolo out and put in Trey Lance, I think they can still be able to put a make a Super Bowl caliber run they have the deepest running back core, I love their weapons on the outside with uh Ayuk, Debo, George Kittle, their defense we know is good Um and I just I I love this roster. I think Shanahan is a great coach. I think he could win Coach of the Year, honestly. And uh, yeah, I have them finishing in second at 11 and six. Cardinals, I finished have finishing in third at nine and eight. I think it's just going to be one of those. They have a lot of stars. I think they're going to be in a lot of games. I think because of those stars, they'll get bailed out of a couple games, aka the the Bills Hail Mary completely bailed out. And then in last place, I have the Seahawks at eight and nine, mostly because I don't love their defense. We know, we've known for years that uh, Pete Carroll now wants to implement a run heavy offense. And I think that's going to disrupt kind of the connections Wilson has made with Lockett and uh, DK, because they, they really do want to run the ball. And I I feel like if the Seahawks do end up finishing at an eight and nine, Pete Carroll may uh make it canned.
2: Let Russ cook. Mm-hmm.
0: Let Russ cook. I agree. Even what? though I'm not the biggest Russ guy, I'm not the biggest Russ guy. Um, but I I I I just don't like the Seahawks this year. So, so I, I,
1: sorry. Last thing, I think one of my favorite tweets I've seen all of today is. Someone said Matt Stafford is just Derek Carr with a better PR team. <laughs>
2: Pretty much. They're very yeah. similar. That's very fair. similar. All right. So we have all the
1: divisions. Does everyone want to give their three? I know we kind of mentioned them, but we didn't necessarily say the seating. Do we want to go through wild card teams?
0: Yeah. So I say I say everyone just run through their playoff bracket. I say go through the seedings, mm-hmm. then give us your two teams in the championship game. Okay. And then your Super Bowl and then winner obviously okay so we get an idea
1: okay i can give mine real quick so afc first bills win the east ravens win the north titans win the south and chiefs win the west wallery went over those four my three wild cards browns grab the fifth seed dolphins grab the sixth seed and colts get the seventh so those are my three my three wild cards and then In that side of the bracket, my AFC championship is Chiefs-Ravens. I talked earlier, I was hiring Lamar Jackson. I think the Chiefs get back there, and I think Lamar shows out. So I'm going Chiefs-Ravens, although he wouldn't be shocked if it's Chiefs-Bills again. So that's my AFC. NFC for me is we got Cowboys winning the East, Packers in the North, Bucks in the South, and Rams in the West. My three wild cards are the Seahawks at five. Vikings at six and 49ers at seven, just barely making it in. And then on that side, we have a rematch to the NFC Championship, Bucks, Packers, the one and the two seed. Bucks win it again because Aaron Rodgers refuses to win NFC Championships that aren't against Caleb Haney. And so that gives us a Super Bowl rematch of Buccaneers versus Chiefs. My winner being the Chiefs. And okay. that is that is my September 6, 2021 prediction. Very, very bland Super Bowl rematch, but a different outcome.
2: I can't wait to come back to this. Cannot wait to come back and hear, like, cringe at these. But <laughs> AFC, my seating goes Chiefs, Browns, Bills, Titans, Ravens, Dolphins, Colts. I lied. I don't have the Raiders in. I recovered my original um, – or I'm sorry, my final predictions – I have the Colts getting the seven seed over the Raiders getting the eight seed. So, sorry, I, I didn't go full homer there. May, maybe you can strip me of my Raiders fandom. But I got the Chiefs, Browns, Bills, and Titans winning their divisions. I have the Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns in the AFC Championship. I have the Chiefs winning it. I have... The Packers, Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys, Rams, Vikings, Washington. I do have Washington making it. The Giants, Cardinals, and Niners. Uh, we lost Donovan again, like for good. Now, there he is. Um, and then I have
1: back with the vengeance. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. yes.
2: Call me crazy. I think I got to go. Last dance. I'm taking the Packers out of the NFC. They're gonna beat the Bucks at Lambeau this year. They're gonna learn from their mistakes, and the Chiefs are going to beat the Packers in the Super Bowl. And Mahomes gets number two.
1: And the winner gets the State Farm commercial.
2: The winner is the ultimate.
1: The State Farm State Bowl. Farm.
2: The State Farm Bowl with Jake from State Farm at the halftime show.
1: Yeah, they right. they would they would. Ha- I mean, I would assume both. I would assume both are captains out for the kickoff. If that happens, they need to have Jake from State Farm walk off, walk up with the coin. I th- I yep. think that would be the ultimate. It would probably never happen because it'd be too much of like a marketing ploy, but I just from an entertainment standpoint, I would love the that. The new
2: Jake but, from State Farm and the old Jake from State yes. Farm. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Both of them big, there big State Farm podcast. One on the Packers side, one on the Chiefs side.
1: We just we just right. lost a chance to have a sponsor from any other insurance company. What a shame!
2: <laughs> um,
0: I'm going to run through my picks really quick before my Wi-Fi gives out yet again. So I got Chiefs one seed, Bills two, Browns three, Titans four, Chargers five, Ravens six, Colts seven. My AFC Championship game surprise surprise Chiefs
1: Bills. I will be taking my Buffalo Bills. To take the Bills last. Well, I just want to. I'm. I'm just asking. When we did our playoff predictions, like in January, did you take the Bills to beat the Chiefs? I believe you did. Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. I did. I'm just. I'm I, I got to go with my team. I That's fair. That's, my team. That is completely fair. I have plenty of people that say the Vikings come nowhere near the playoffs, and yet I have them in. So <laughs>
0: completely exactly. Fair. All right. So for the NFC, I have Bucks one, Packers two. Rams 3, Giants 4, Saints 5, uh 49ers 6, Vikings 7. My NFC Championship game may surprise some people. It is the Packers and the 49ers. That is right. Ooh. I do not have the Bucks making it. Um Ooh, I have them playing the 49ers.
1: What's crazy about the 49ers is that would not shock me whatsoever. Like the 49ers have to be the team with one of the most like widest margins where they won 12 wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. And if they won five, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. So yeah, no, that's
0: that's fair. But I'm, I'm, I'm being bold. I don't think it's gonna be the same four teams. So I had to switch something up. (laughs) Uh, I have the Packers making the Super Bowl. So I have a Bills Packers Super Bowl and as tempting as it was to take the bills, I took them. I have the bills winning the Super Bowl and beating Aaron Rodgers. We're um, sending Aaron Rodgers to Jeopardy with a
1: Super Bowl loss. Um, that's 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 where I'm at. Okay. Well, considering considering we have lost Colin to what appears to be a dead laptop as we work. Oh, this boy. is our first time on a. We got so used to how it's so easy over the summer recording in person. We forgot about the technical difficulties of Zoom, but we got through it all yes. anyway. We all gave our Super Bowl predictions on what has been a long but very fun NFL preview episode. So <laughs> we're gonna get yes. to the Mob and college stuff here in our next one, but this one it looks like is gonna be solely NFL because we're excited.
0: Oh yes, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna try and pump out a podcast. I'd say at least before Sunday. Because I know for that MLB college football, I do want to give out some, excuse me, I do want to give out some picks. Um, I do love a lot of the lines this week for both college and NFL. So just throwing that out yeah. there. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll harass Colin to make a, a graphic to follow our picks. So when we, all of these are completely wrong and the Bengals beat, I don't know, the Falcons
1: in the Super Bowl, you can all laugh at us. We, we need to get back to – I believe we did it for like only the first maybe two to three episodes when we first started as Colin's laptop has regained battery and he rejoins us. But uh, I believe we did like, hey, like hey. picks of the week for our first couple episodes. We we could get back to potentially doing that. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen any of the lines but you talked about. There's some you like in college and NFL. Yes. So maybe we'll get back to that in our next one.
0: Colin, we already promised the viewers that you will be back on – Making the graphics. Oh, yes. For our NFL picks and college picks, whatever that may be. For sure. Um, uh, We're also going to, like Ben mentioned, we're going to try and get out of the podcast later this week. We're going to have to work around all of our uh, busy college schedules, but I think this is going to wrap up our episode of the Tub Talk Sports Podcast. Thank you all for joining and listening. And hey, it's season two, baby. We made it.